Hey everybody, uh, my name is Nick Patton. Um, I don't have a name for this podcast yet. Um, probably coming in the works. You know what? I'm gonna title it "Difficult Conversations." I think I like that title, so we're going with that for now. It's provisional, so bear with me. Um, this is gonna be something I do probably once a week, twice a week, whatever, when I feel like it. Um, and I'm not sure if this is more for me or more for my audience, but I feel like it's something, there are things I need to share, um, whether it be for my own emotional and mental health or uh, just see if I can brighten someone's day and, you know, let someone know that, you know, they're not alone in whatever struggle they're going through. This is going to be something um, that I talk about throughout this podcast, just um, respect, um, coming together, um, reaching out, connecting, um, I'm big on connection, um, I want to reach as many people as I can, and I believe by doing that, um, the best way to do it is to touch a wider range of topics, so I'm gonna go through everything from, you know, news, current events, sports, relationships, uh, music, whatever um tv shows movies i mean if there's things you guys want me to talk about i'm hey i'm game you know i'm I'm, i feel like one of those people who know a little bit about everything um don't know a lot about one thing but i definitely know a little bit about everything so um with that being said um thank you for embarking on this journey with me um and uh let's let's get the ball rolling So just so you guys know, um, I'm on Anchor. Um, this isn't any, I'm not in any like fancy um, studio. I'm literally in my bedroom, just talking, venting. So yeah, man, I, if anybody wants to try this podcast thing out, I highly advise you, Anchor, great app. So the first thing I want to talk about is relationships. Um, I've been in couple serious relationships in my life um some more serious than others um I'm I'm in one now I don't know the status of it I don't I don't like I'm kind of on I don't know whether I'm in it or out of it like it's one of those weird things where you just you, like you just don't know um so let me let me let me try to um get deep in so the first thing I want to talk about is happiness right what does happiness mean in a relationship so I feel like in 2018 a lot of people neglect happiness and happiness comes in different forms I mean people talk about you know money makes you happy uh, material possessions make you happy um um, relationships make you happy, like platonic relationships. Um, you know, people say, you know, just eating right and being healthy makes you happy. And I'm here to tell you that, I mean, there's no, obviously there's no one true definition for happiness. I feel like happiness is something that's defined within yourself as, you know, a person. I think with that, I want to say... 
that happiness is definitely the most important part of a relationship. You should not be in a relationship if you are not happy. If your partner is not happy, you should not be in a relationship. So let me tell you guys my story. So I'm in a relationship right now. Let's for for um sake of podcast. Let's say I'm I am in this relationship, definitely. Um so a big thing that's been going on in my relationship is the term happiness has come up a lot. And there's so many dynamics, happiness. Are you yourself happy? Is your partner happy? Are you both happy with each other? Are you happy with the environment that you're living in? Are you happy with where you're going? Are you happy with where you've come from? You understand? So with that, right? I'm here to tell you that there's happiness in my relationship. Not happiness... See, it's not the type of happiness that it's not a traditional type of happiness. I feel like um, my partner and I, I feel like I'm happy with myself. I think she's happy with herself. But I feel like neither of us happy with each other. And the problem is where do you come together after that you know where, where do you say okay well how do we work on this together um where do we need to go so I, all i can do is speak on my behalf so let, let me be as um let me be as uh concise as i possibly can so like i said i'm happy with myself i've 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 been going through a lot these past couple months, I mean, my mom has had a really bad diagnosis. I mean, she was diagnosed with breast cancer, but she's getting a lot better. Um, I've been in and out of court for stupid, you know, parental stuff. You know how it goes. If anyone's been in family court, they know how it goes. So I don't, I don't have to explain that to you, especially men. If any man has listened to this who has gone through family court, he, you know, you just know. So with all that um, there's a point where I was not happy with myself I felt like I was gross I felt like I was ugly I stopped getting haircuts I stopped going to the gym I started eating terrible every night I was drinking every night um, smoking like crazy this is a really unhealthy way of living I, no one should have to live the way I was living um yeah, and I wasn't happy with myself. And that trickled down into my, into, into my relationship. Um, because my partner could see that I was truly unhappy. Not with her, but with myself. We started getting to fights all the time. Arguing on the stupidest things. We wouldn't talk for days. I mean, we would both be totally petty with each other. I mean on both sides of the aisle it was just terrible to the point where I had to go and seek help 
I, I, I called my health insurance. I said, hey, you know, I need a therapist. Can you help me? You know, I need to get my anxiety in check. I need to get my self-esteem in check. I need to be healthy for me, right? So I started seeing therapist. And funny thing is, is I've been kind of seeing multiple therapists, but the, the gist of what I'm saying is that first of all, let me start. First of all, don't be ashamed to go get help. I mean, I'm a firm believer in everybody should see a therapist or a psychologist at some point in your life. I mean, you I mean. People have PCPs, people have dentists they go to every year. There's no reason why you shouldn't have a mental health professional who you should be helping. I think I think everyone should have that. Um, but that's my personal opinion. That's neither here. It's neither here nor there. So I saw him. This guy, um, is um Dr. Willis, and he told me, I told I told him my symptoms, I told him like I was anxious and I was angry all the time I couldn't keep my emotions in check and everything and he said you're not a bad guy the first thing the first thing he told me is you're not a bad person you are not broken there's nothing to fix you have a neurobiological disorder in where your fight or flight response is more sensitive than it should be a lot more sensitive And I I never thought about that way. You know, growing up, I thought mental illness was kind of just like, 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 what is a mental illness? Like, you're just sad. Are you just really sad? Are you just really mad? Like, just stop being mad. Stop being sad. Like, yeah, yeah, I thought it was one of those things. But, I mean, as as I got older, obviously, I became more aware and and started figuring things out. I was like, no, you know, mental illness is a real thing. And even though I don't think I'm mentally ill, I think there are some aspects of my psyche that definitely needed fine-tuning um so I was diagnosed with general anxiety disorder I mean big big shocker there (laughs) I mean if 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 you've seen how I was living the months prior to that you would definitely know where I was like you you definitely like yeah I see that But with him, I was able to truly understand myself and, and continue to see him. And I'm truly getting to the point of understanding myself. And I'm, I'm happy with myself. I've, I've made so much progress. I mean, my anxieties, my emotions are so under control now. You know, and even when I feel my blood boiling, I, I, I never, it never overwhelms me. It never, I never succumb to it. Um, it does not stop me from operating like a functional adult should. So in that month I've been seeing him, I am happy. I'm very happy myself. And where it's going is my partner. I, I think I have not done a good job of relaying that to my partner. That I'm truly happy with who I am as a human being. And I do love myself. And I, and I do take care of myself. I mean, you should you should see 
like the way I'm living now, the things I choose to eat, I mean, I drink water regularly now, like who would have thought like Nick drinking water, like it's not, not gonna happen. I mean, I'm, I'm working out regularly, like th- three, four times a week, I try to at least at the time. Um, yeah, and I became truly happy with myself. But then my relationship, it can the, the 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 cycle of repetitive arguments and pettiness and self-indulgence kept continuing to the point where um, my partner's brother and I got into a, a scuffle, if you will. It was ugly. It was not where I wanted to take it. And I did everything in my power to avoid that. I mean, like, literally shuffling back and forth. It, it got to point I was shimmying, shuffling back and forth just to get around the guy and to no avail. I mean, all I can hear is, you're going to listen to me. I'm going, like, I'm not going anywhere. And, 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 and you know, I, I did, I told him, like, hey, like, you know, this isn't the way to go. You get on my face. I'm not listening to you. And I, it, it turned into something ugly. So I I had to prioritize my own safety and make a decision to remove myself from the situation not permanently because despite everything I still love my partner I still think she's an amazing woman I still idolize her and and admire her but these past couple days I'm really thinking what is the real problem because I'm 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 happy with myself I'm I'm very comfortable with myself and that's that's not that was never an issue for me what what and I, I thought what what is the real what is the real what, what is the root of this co- of this problem? And I realized, right? And <laughs> I'm going to say I realized because my mom kind of led me to this conclusion. But I realized that, yeah, Nick, you are happy. But you focus too much on your partner's happiness instead of your own and when she said that I was taken back taken aback I was like what like repeat that I, I don't even understand what you're saying she said you are happy I see it you are happy but you focus on your partner's happiness more than your own let me dissect that because it sounds self-explanatory, but it's really a complex mixed bag of emotions. So let me let me let me get into that. But first, we're gonna go on a little break. Um, we're gonna grab some water. Be right back. So peace out. See you guys in a couple minutes. All right, I'm back. So. 
where did I leave off now? Damn. Should I listen to the last segment before I started again? But whatever. We're we're on to it. Um I was touching upon happiness and I said, you know, my mom told me, you know, you are happy, but you focus on your partner's happiness more than you focus on your own. And let me let me break that down for you guys so you can understand. I am the type. I don't, I don't know if anyone else is this type of person. I mean, if you are, I mean, I'm, I'm happy to to um, share experiences. But I'm the type of person where I'm completely selfless. Um, I am. No one could ever accuse me of being selfish. There's a lot of things people can accuse me of. I can be irrational at times. I can be immature at times. I can be um, abrasive. Um, I can be petty. But one thing I am not is selfish. I will give up the shirt on my back for the person next to me. Um, I will, if I have $10 in my bank account, I will give that person $10 so they can eat and I'll starve. I'm that type of person. With that, as a lover and as a partner, as a boyfriend, um, I give my all in a relationship. I give a hundred percent of myself to my partner. I open up. Uh, I am vulnerable. I cry, you know. I yell, but I smile and I laugh too. Um, it's a combination. It's a mixed bag. But with that, I also care. I, I care about my partner's happiness more than that of my own. Um, the thing is, I've spent so much time focusing on, you know, what can I do to make her happy? Oh, was she like this? Was she like that? Should I, you know, let me let me clean everything before she gets home. Let me let me make sure you know this is taken care of, that's taken care of. Like, let me let me go out of my way to make my partner happy. And fellas, I'm not I'm not telling you don't make your partner happy. I think you I think everybody, male, female, if you're in a traditional relationship, if you're gay, lesbian, transgender, whatever, if you know if you're polyamorous. I think you have a responsibility to your partner or partners um, to make that person happy. Oh, actually, I don't want to say that. You have a responsibility to share your happiness with that person. You cannot, you cannot make someone else happy, right? Happiness comes from within. Happiness comes from um, self-worth and self-awareness. You cannot make someone happy, but you have the obligation to share that happiness with your partner. And I shared too much of it. And I was focusing too much on making my partner happy that I neglected my own happiness. I mean, like when she would hurt, when she would you know, get upset over things I knew weren't my fault or knew I had no part in it would still upset me. It would still it would still get to me because this is a, the person I love. This is the person I care about. This is the person I tend I had you know every, I have every intention of marrying. You know I I I want to I want to spend my life with this with this woman. And 
whether it was work or it was family issues or whatever, whatever it is. Um, I had spent so much time trying to dissect and reflect on why is she so upset? What can I do to make her feel better? Where, what is my role to play in this? What what should I be doing right now? Like, looking back on it, I realized that that was the selfless approach isn't always the way to take. Think about this, right? If you're dating someone and they're, this, they're upset for whatever reason, But you know you weren't the cause. Like, this was, that had nothing to do with you. Would, would you, okay, would you, would you try to reconcile? Would you try and make that person feel better? I would. But there comes a point when you have to realize that it's not going to work. Someone cannot attain happiness if they don't want it. You cannot be happy if you don't want to be happy, right? And if, like in those situations, if like all I have to do is realize, wait, she, she doesn't want to be happy. She wants to be upset. She wants to feel that emotion, feel that negativity. In order to release herself from it. You see him coming from. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean like this, there's nothing wrong with indulging in that. You know. I indulge in it. It's cool. I mean. People get mad at me for. You know. Shutting down. I don't call it shutting down. I, I call it processing my thoughts. Um, you know. I'm the type of person. When I get upset. I like to. Just take a minute, chill, think about what led to this point, and see if I can mitigate it in the future. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, everybody attains happiness their own way. I'm not casting aspersions on anybody. I mean, how how you want to be happy is totally and unequivocally up to you. Like, when I say do you, boo-boo, like, literally, do you, boo-boo. In terms of your happiness. You know, only you know what's going to make you smile at the end of the day. So, so with that, right? So, I'm thinking, okay. Um, happiness. All right. Do I focus too much on my partner's happiness? The answer was, yeah, I do. And with that, it compromised my own happiness. Because I'm, I'm, I'm too worried about trying to figure out what she's thinking which what and what she needs from me instead of letting her feel what she feels and letting her come to me and let me know what she needs you understand the difference wise man once told me you cannot you can lead a horse to water but you cannot let you can't make it drink think about that you can lead a horse to water but you cannot make it drink Okay, think about that and apply it to his happiness situation. You could do anything in the book 
for your partner, right? You can buy them flowers, chocolate, take them out to dinner, take them out to movies, buy them a, buy a new electronic, buy a, you know, a new piece of clothing, um, um, buy kitchenware, um, uh, make a playlist, whatever. You can do tons of those things. But if that person isn't actively seeking happiness, you cannot give it to them. You cannot force someone to be happy if they do not want to be happy. And I'm learning that as I go. I mean, I'm, I'm only 21 years old. I have a lot to learn. I won't, I won't, I won't lie to you. I mean, there's people who are 40, 50 and still have a lot to learn. Like, you know, I'm 21 and, you know, I'm blessed enough to know what I don't know. And I didn't know that until recently. People, men, women, non-binary, whatever. Please focus on your happiness. Focus on making you happy because when you are happy, you bring more to the table. When you are enjoying yourself, when you love yourself, when you take care of yourself, you bring more to the table. You bring everything to the table and nothing is unfairly taken from you. If you give more than you receive, you will lose. It's like, it's just basic math. If I give you, if I give you, um, three apples and you give me back two, I just lost an apple. You know what I mean? If, if I give you 30 bucks and you give me back 20 bucks, I just lost $10. And over time, if that keeps happening, you will continue to lose and lose and lose until you have nothing left. Okay. And I'm not saying it's easy. I'm engaging someone's um, level of interest I don't see interest, but level of passion, right? In the relationship is hard because what looks like a hundred percent to me could be 90, 85, 75% to you. And this is where the communication aspect builds in, right? It's, this, this is where learning your partner comes in and learning how to navigate these certain situations. So listen to this, right? I believe in this exercise that me and my partner did way back when we first met. You list the most important people in your life, including yourself. You are to list the most important people of your life in order, right? From most important to least important. I mean, it could be top five, top 10, top 20, whatever. You list the most important people in your life. And by doing that, you adjust your level of passion accordingly. You understand. You don't give, you don't give the, the fourth most person, the fourth most important person in your life more of you than the second most important person. You understand, it's just common sense, right? You do it in order. I'm not gonna share 
my order with you, at least not today, um, because I don't think it's important to, but it's a definite skill. Um, but I will say though, you should always be number one, number one or two, always. The only, the only reason why you would be number two is if you have children. Right. Because I, I don't because your children should come before you. Your, your children are more important than you. I'm sorry to say this, you know, Debbie dads and all that like you Debbie moms, too. Let me let me stop that, because there are moms out there who are terrible and shitty. Um, your kids come before you. That's it. You know, like that that's that that that's the long and short of it. Um but if you don't have children, you always come first. Your happiness is most important. My happiness today on February, what is this, 24th or whatever, 2018, my happiness is the most important thing to me. Making myself happy. And you say, what, what makes me happy? Things I've been neglecting. What makes me happy? Playing video games makes me super happy. I love a great video game. You know, I love the storytelling and the gameplay and the graphics and the multiplayer and everything. I, I mean, I could play games for hours on end. Like, literally, I've, I've spent, you know, whole days, like eight hours at a time playing a video game. Like, I'm, I'm the type of kid who will get a video game one day and beat it that day or the next day. Um, so there's that. Nothing makes me happy hanging out with friends. You know, um, I have, I like to think I have a good circle of friends. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm not great in keeping in touch with people. It's not because I don't care. It's because that there's so many moving parts in my life. I don't, you know, have the time to, you know, touch base with everybody. But if I consider you a friend, you know, um, everybody from Jesus, um, Jama, Galarmi, um, Hawk, Chambers, Mo, uh, you know, Mel, you know, shout out Mel, Mel's my girl, um, all of them, Gabe, haven't talked to Gabe in a while, but you know, Gabe's a phenomenal dude, um, you know, all my friends, you know, people I can, who I'm close to, you know. Um, oh, shut up, my boy, b Brian, um, from time, G. That, that's, that's my boy from time. <laughs> but back on topic. Um, so that makes me happy, you know, just, you know, my friends are great. You know, I laugh, kid, I joke, they're phenomenal people. Um, and I have neglected them. I have not spent as much time with my friends as I should be spending or should have spent. And I think that was a contributing factor to me putting too much into my relationship. Um, because, of, because I didn't have anyone else to put it, that into, you know what I mean? And I can't, I'm not going to hold on to it. <laughs> you know, this, this is for other people. Um, another thing I like to do is 
I mean, I, I like to sing. I'm, I'm, I'm big on music. I love music. I'm, I'm a huge R&B buff. I mean, I, I listen to any good R&B album any day. I mean, ah, man, like whether it's Division or it's you know Black or it's you know Bryson Tiller, whoever. You know what I mean? Um. I'm I'm a huge R&B guy, you know, and I'm and I like to sing. You know what I mean? I don't know if I'm good at it or not, but you know, I do plan on dropping a mixtape soon. Be on the lookout on its way. Pink nail, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, man. Like, but back to the point. These are the things I enjoy, right? These are the things that make me happy. And these are the things I stopped doing once I got into a relationship because I thought that making my partner happy was the most important thing. I'm here to tell you it's not. It's not it's not your responsibility to make your partner happy. It's your response it's it's your responsibility to share your happiness with your partner, but it's not your responsibility to make that person happy. It's not. Do not waste your time trying to do that. Right? Because it won't work. Um, my partner tried to make me happy when I wasn't. And it didn't work. And it it ruined things between us. I tried to make her happy. It didn't work. And it ruined things between us again. I didn't stop to realize that she's already happy. And I'm already happy. And that's all that matters. You know, no matter what I go through in the day, no matter what, you know, BS passed my way or any type of, you know, any type of stress. I'm happy. I'm happy with her. I love her. She loves me. Nothing else matters. You understand where I'm coming from. Nothing else matters. Because if I'm happy and she's happy, by default, we're both happy. By default, we're happy with each other. Because we would never have even entertained a relationship if we both could be happy and not be happy with each other. You understand? We could not have entertained a relationship. It would have never worked. You would have been able to see it, see the forest through the trees, you know? I met her over the summer. Instantly fell in love with the woman. I mean, her her passion, her drive, her intellect, the way that she would just craft something out of nothing. You know, it was phenomenal. And she saw me potential, someone who can do great things. I'm trying. You know, I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't toot my own horn that much, but you know, I'm trying to do some good things. Um, but it's 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 tough. Instantly there was magic, you know. Instantly there was this sense of we are right for each other. And to this day I still think we are right for each other. 
Was the timing great? Maybe not. But that doesn't worry me as much as the people who we are. You understand? It's one thing if I, I would rather be in a relationship where the where we both work, like it's the right person, but the wrong time, as opposed to the wrong person at the right time. You know, because you know, if it's the wrong time, you can you can work things out. You know, storms don't last forever. Bad situations don't last forever. People change, people grow, people evolve. And situations change, grow, and evolve. If it's the wrong person at the right time, it just leads to abuse. Emotional, mental, possibly even physical abuse. So I think all... All that being said, I'm in a good situation with her. Um, and I was happy. That, that was the point in my life where I was the happiest with myself. Because, I mean, I just got this new job. And just got my college degree. And, you know, I'm, I'm killing it at the bar. I'm just making drinks all day. And, um... Like, like, life is cop. Like, life is great. You know what I mean? Life is copacetic. You know, got my new. I got a new car. I bought a new car. You know what I mean? Like, and I want y'all to know, like, <laughs> that first grown-up purchase, like, you, know, you buying your first car, is one of the most special moments in your life. Like, damn, like I made it. I just bought a car. Like. Five months ago, I was debating whether I could afford this pack of gum at 7-Eleven. You know what I mean? Now I'm out here buying a car. Crazy stuff, man. So, yeah. I was happy back then, but, you know, with, with between, you know, going in and out of court and, you know, things with my daughter not going great. And... My mom's diagnosis, I, I, that happy, I start to lose sight of that happiness of what was actually going well in my life. And I relied on my partner to fill my cup. I relied on my partner to fill the void that was there. And that's an unfair thing if you'd ask of any partner. If you have a void, Within yourself, it is your responsibility to fix that void and nobody else's. You understand? When things happen to you, when things pull pieces of you, it is on you to pull the strength to fix that. And I did not know that at the time. This was the start of a spiral that I don't know if I can ever repair. You know, the whole too little, too late thing, I think it applies now. Like, I tried, man. You know, I, tr I tried to keep everything in sight, but I was so caught up in self-pity and doubt and just overall negative emotion that I lost it 
I, I, I was aggressive and I was yelling and I had mental breakdowns and was crying and all this other stuff. Man, it was ugly. And kudos and thank you to my partner, wherever you are right now, for sticking with me through that because honestly, I don't know what I would have done if I was on my own during that time. But thank you, wherever you are. You deserve my thanks for that. Because you didn't have to do that. I relied on her for my own happiness. When there are things that I could have done to ensure I would be happy. There are things I could have done on my own to ensure my happiness instead of betting that on somebody else. Do you understand the difference? We're talking about ensuring your happiness as opposed to betting that someone else will give that to you. And nine times out of ten, that's not the case. You don't get it. Happiness is an interesting thing. It is. I'm happy. She's happy. I don't know if she'll ever be happy with us again. I can only speak of myself knowing that wherever you are, you're probably not listening to me, but in the off chance you are, I love you. I'm happy. And I'm sorry for not focusing on my happiness more. Thank you. Let's go to break. All right, next section. Um, this is probably be my last section. I'm getting kind of tired, um, but it's not going to be as long as the last one, I promise you guys. Um, I just want to touch upon finding love as a black man in America and the pressures that build upon you. You know, growing up, I was conditioned to believe white women were like the, the trophy, you know, like white women were everything, you know, like if, if you had a white girlfriend in high school, you made it like, oh, you dating a white girl? Like what? Okay. Okay. I see you. And I swear, like, it came to a point where dudes were dating white women just because they're white. I would look, look at some of these relationships and be like, yo, like, no, I mean, you should not be with that person. Like, like she, she, yeah, they, she looks like my foot, you know, and don't get me wrong. Like, hey, beauty's an eyes beholder, but I knew these dudes and I knew what type of girls they can get. And it's like, dude, I, I know what you're doing. You know what I mean? I, I, I know. I, I know. So knowing that, that, that carried, I carried that with me into college. And man, there was some, I, 
I saw some beautiful minority women. I mean, gorgeous. But in my back of my head, I was like, they're not white. No one's going to accept it. They're not white. They're not white. You know, you need a white girl. You need a white girl, man. That external pressure from society. I mean, like that, like the whole, I mean, if you look at statistics, the majority of interracial couples are black man, white woman. Like, I kid you not, you can look this up. I mean, if you walk down the street, you see this. I mean, if you see, and, and like, even, even if someone says, right, if someone says, hey, you know, look at this interracial couple walking down the street. I'm willing to bet the first thing you assume is black male, white woman. Willing to bet that off the gate. Black male, white woman. And we're the only... I feel like black men are the only group of people who are conditioned that way. That you, that, that this group, this certain archetype of woman is a trophy. Like this, this certain, like this image of a woman means you have made it, you have achieved success, romantic success. Here to tell you guys it's all bullshit. I dated a white woman, and it was probably the biggest mistake I've ever made in my life. Dated her for years. Prop like literally like just I, the f- worst mistake I ever made. <laughs> um, that's all I gotta say about that. It wasn't until senior year of college when I started to actually pay attention. Like, I, I paid attention to the subtle things that the media tries to throw at us. I paid attention to commercials. I paid attention to the news, right? And the white women that us black men coveted so much were not there when Freddie Gray was killed. They weren't there when Michael Brown was killed. They weren't there when Sandra Bland was killed. You understand me? Where were they when Alton Sterling was shot down in cold blood? Where were they when Eric Gardner was choked to death? Choked. And, you know, I want to hear anything about this reverse racism thing. Like, this isn't any racist thing that I'm coming... Like, my personal opinion... I'm not going to get into that right now. Maybe another episode, but this this isn't like that. Um, it's merely to highlight how conditioned we are by society. I mean, look at... Just look at, look, look at music videos these days. I mean, all you see is white inner light-skinned women. You know, that's all you see. 
these powerful black men, these these kings of an industry, are being subject to the bullshit that's being fed to them by the mainstream culture. Look at TV, right? Look at look at look at TV. I I charge anyone, charge anyone to find me three TV shows, three national televised TV shows where a minority woman is not pictured as lazy. Ignorant, angry, dumb, look at mainstream culture, people, look at it, look at it, it is not, it's staring you in the face, these dynamics. Right, these dynamics are, look, look. Another thing, look at news, right? Look at CNN, right? You tell me you can't find, uh, like, I'm, I'm trying to wrap, I'm in the, in an, I used to watch CNN, like, close to every day. And I cannot think of one minority woman woman and not and not just a minority woman like she has some sort of um like like she can trace her heritage to um to a traditionally black or brown country i'm talking about you physically represent that i mean wide nose i'm talking dark skin i'm talking about coarse hair. I'm talking about, you know, all of it. You're telling me that new station like CNN, Fox, is near to be found? I mean, I think there's maybe one or two on ABC. But like, man. Like, you turn on the news and, you know, you see, I mean, Angela Rye, God bless you. I mean, Angela, I love you. You are amazing. So I gotta say about that. Angela Rye deserves her own show, like like on on network television. Maybe does she have one? I don't know, but I'm pretty sure she doesn't. But Angela Rye deserves that. Angela Rye is someone I'm talking about who could represent the minority community. You know what I mean? A beautiful, smart, intelligent black woman. And that's nowhere to be found on TV. Nowhere to be found. And now, if you look at the dynamics in the media, they're trying to betray her as the angry black woman. You notice that? They're trying to pitch Angela Rye as an angry black woman. I see it every day. I mean, I don't know how many times I saw that interview. I think she was on Poppy Harlow's show with a dude. Um, 
what's his name? Like Joe Walsh, I think his name is. White racist guy. And honestly, the useless guy. And all I see on social media is just, you know, they, they, they focus so much on her emotion and the way that she decided to, I want to say attack, but confront Mr. Walsh and paid so little attention to what she was actually saying that the guy is a bigot and does not deserve to be on national TV. You are giving him a platform that he does not deserve. So he can feed into a political base that is detrimental to American culture. You understand where I'm coming from. And how does this relate to being a black man in America looking for love? I'll tell you how. Because we see that as a black man and, and we say, wait, what? I don't... Like she's 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 kind of she's kind of um, difficult. Like she she might put me in my place. She might correct me. Nah, nah. But this this, this white woman on, on as an anchor. I mean, she she just going along with it. Yeah, man. I want that white woman. Because she is going to go along with whatever the hell I say. I'm telling you this how it is. I'm telling you this how it is. I've heard black men literally say that they do not want to date black women. Because they are historically difficult to deal with. And I'm sitting there thinking, weren't you raised by a black woman? Didn't you live in the same house as a black woman for years? Didn't you break bread? Didn't a black woman feed you every night? Clothe you? Bathe you? Put a roof over your head? Black woman sent you to school? Black woman was at your football games? Your basketball games? Black woman was at your graduation? Black woman was, was a shoulder to cry on? A black woman was there to teach you how to drive and to buy your first car, to buy your first cell phone, to talk to you about women and relationships. Black men are historically confused people. Black men in America are historically confused to not enjoy the company of their own women. Black men, that, 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 I'm telling you, that's how it is. I think over time, I think that that's, I want to say it's gotten better, but we definitely become more aware of it. I feel like, I know, at least for me, I'm a lot more conscious of how the media likes to portray our women. I'm not gonna lie to you, there's a point in my life when I didn't want to date a black woman. There was a point. There, there was a point in my life where I was like, hey, you know, I, I don't want to date no black woman. 
Just like, you know, I was, I was straight on, straight up Kodak Black. You know what I mean? Straight up. Like, ugly stuff, man. Ugly stuff. And I'm ashamed of it. I'm ashamed to know that I was that person. But it kind of built me. To understand that you are conditioned to to go against the women of your own culture, of your own neighborhoods, of your own schools and playgrounds and hospitals and grocery stores. To understand that you are being conditioned to assimilate into a culture that is not your own. What do we what do we see in love interracial relationships? You see the the quote unquote cornball. What do I mean? I mean, you know, watch watch Fresh Prince, Carlton Banks. That's what I mean. That type of guy. Which am I hating on? I mean, hey, your personality if that's how you are, if that's how you're rich, hey, more power to you. I got I got no issue with that. I mean, but we're being told that is what a black man should be. No, a black man is me. College educated, got a full time job, take care of my family. A black man is um, uh, Jay Z. Smart, tough, successful, built an empire. A black man is 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 LeBron James. Physical marvel. Also intelligent. Cares about people. Black men are not a monolith. Black men are not something to be changed. We are here. We are kings. We are us. Okay. We need to stop letting mainstream media condition us to make us think that we need to be something we are not to achieve this artificial level of romantic success that does not exist black men i'm here to tell you you can be happy with a black woman you could be happy with a latina you could be happy with an asian woman you can be happy with anybody you want to be you know it's funny because i i i, I talked to like i've, I've, I've had conversations with white women and I've heard them say you know, all my kids are going to be mixed I know for a fact all my kids are going to be mixed I'm not any white babies all my babies are going to be mixed really? so you're telling me if a white man came along and checked all your boxes I mean smart, educated, funny had a good job Decent income, his own apartment, I mean, own his own business, stuff like that, you know, everything. 
But just because he's white, you're not going to give him a chance. Mm-mm. Black men, be careful. I'm here to tell you, be careful. I'm not going to tell you who to love. If you fall in love with a white woman, more power to you. My own beliefs are my own. You know, I don't, I, I'm not affiliated with anybody or anything. I am my own free thinking person. I would never tell anybody who to love, but just be careful. Be conscious of it. That we are conditioned to be this way. And society is trying to condition us to be this way, to pursue a certain archetype of women is for a reason. We live in America after all. Come on, people. We live in America. In America, things do not happen without a reason for. But I threw you guys off that last track. You know, I'm worldly, man. I mean, I listen to everything. You know what I mean? Shout out, shout out Day. You know what I mean? Groundbreaking music. Fusion rock with R&B. It's, it's, it's a special thing. Um, I guess it's the end of it. Um, I'd like to thank myself for actually branching out and doing this. This is weird for me. I've never done this before. Um, again, this is my name is Nick. This is difficult conversations. I'm, I hope to get some more people on this. I mean, I'm, I'm open to anybody, anybody, anybody trying to get on this. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm I want to push this out to as many people as I can. Again, this is a podcast for myself, but also for the people. If you guys want me to touch on the topic. Just let me know. Touch on it. I think next episode I'll probably go sports route. There's a lot of um, BS I've been seeing. You know, people. You know, in the in the in the sports realm, um, thinking they know basketball, thinking they know football when they don't. Sorry, you guys don't. Um, I'll touch on a bit of that. But for now, signing off. Take care. God bless. And you know. Don't be afraid to have a difficult conversation. Thank you.